Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest was taught the most supernatural prayer on earth. Now millions of people are praying this prayer, and this is what they're experiencing. They hear God's voice clearly. Their prayers are answered, and their intimacy with God is off the charts. Do you want them to teach this to you? Well, you know, the Gentile is supposed to provoke the Jew to jealousy. You provoke me to jealousy. How does one family have 38 immediate family members in ministry? How's that possible? Well, it began with a miracle, Sid. There were people that were praying. We, I had an uncle that married into the, a fa- uh, my aunt married a, an uncle who was backslidden. I believe God moves through families. And so his brother was working on a road crew outside of Austin, Texas, and he got his arm in a rock crusher, and he pulled his arm off, pulled the shoulder blade off. And so they didn't have the doctors, they didn't have the medicine and the know-how back in the early 1940s. And so they prayed, and God saved his life. And out of that one miracle, our entire family was impacted because we had no question there was a God. My family prayed. My mother was not a praying woman, but after that, my mother became a praying woman. You said to me that miracles are an evidence of a greater reality. When God works a miracle, whatever kind of miracle it is, it's an evidence of a greater reality, and then we know that there's more beyond. There's a supernatural. One miracle settles the argument. Would you agree? Oh, I agree with all of that. But at 19, you didn't feel that way. At 19, you were running from God. I I was like a lot of kids in, in Christian families. I didn't make a commitment to Christ. I was in Tucson, Arizona, and I ended up one morning in a in a house and I walked down the hallway to the bathroom and I looked in the mirror and God spoke to me and he said, what are you living for? And at that point, I knew I had no purpose in my life, but God gave me a purpose at that moment because my choice was to live for him. And I had faith in Christ as my savior at that moment. And how about you? How about you? What are you living for? You've even seen the dead raised. Tell me about one. I was over in England preaching in Sheffield, England, 
it was like probably the revival days of Welsh, Welsh revival. They were, they were jammed. They were standing in the sides of the building. And uh, I call a, a, a song leader, not a worship leader, a song leader. You remember those kind of song leaders. I called him up to pray over him. And when I did, a spirit of prophecy came on me. And I said, you're going to minister and you're going to lead worship to hundreds and hundreds of people. Hundreds of people. I see great crowds. Well, the guy died right under my hand. No. So he's not going to. That's, they better not have a lot of rocks to throw at you. I, I, <laughs> I was in England. I could just see the newspaper the next day. American speaker, preacher kills the song leader in a church. You know, they're really not friendly over there in the newspapers. But what happened was at that time, I called up some of the old timers. Actually, the man that was had died under my hand, uh, Smith Wigglesworth was his father-in-law's best friend, and Smith Wigglesworth died at his father-in-law's funeral, Mr. Richardson. He died at his funeral in Wakefield, England. And so I called up his wife. I called up C.L. Parker's wife, who are legendary, and I called up a, a surgery nurse to come and to check him. What took place was the pastor and I got down behind this big wooden pulpit. Something I was wrong. so thankful for that big wooden pulpit. It yes. was as big as a battleship. I mean, <laughs> I was never so appreciative, not having a little transparent. Right. And I leaned over his carps and I said, I said, Paul, he's dead. And he looked at him, and he said, nobody could see us. And he said, why, he was an old miner. He said, well, he's He's clocked out, man. In other words, he'd punched his card. He clocked out. And we called the, the ladies up there, and we prayed. And I wasn't God's man of faith and power. I was God's man of paste and flour. I'm telling you, at that point, I, I, I was really totally dependent on God. I mean, totally dependent. And we prayed for him, and God touched Mr. Parr. God touched him, brought him back to life. The nurse was in shock because she had pronounced him dead. We took him over and set him in a cane back chair that was setting up against the wall. And he sat there for the rest of the meeting just like this. I mean, he was totally, you know, just, it was like he was a stiff. He was alive and he was breathing, but I was never so thankful for an answered prayer. (laughs) Okay. There is something that you teach that is so phenomenal. And most believers go their whole life and they don't even realize they're in a spiritual battle. Comment on that. You know, it's like this. I tell people that they know they're in spiritual warfare if they have jet lag and they haven't been anywhere. (laughs) And so it's like right now we see a lot of that in churches where people you know, they've been thinking, their minds have been working. How are we going to work this out? What's going to happen in the future? Well, I don't preach to people's heads. I preach to their hearts. I don't preach to the church like she's a widow. I preach to the church like she's a bride. And so what changed my life was seeing the kingdom of God differently. Because where there is a kingdom, there has got to be a throne. And where there's a throne, there has to be a king. And where there's a king, there will be petition. And where there's a king, there will be worship. And that's exactly what transformed my life as I came into the realization that God hears and answers prayer, but I came to him as a king of kings and the Lord of lords. 
I wasn't a beggar. I was his son. I wasn't an orphan. I was his child. I wasn't defeated. I was victorious. And I'm thinking right now that there's a lot of people that come to God like he is a beggar. You don't have to come to God another day like you're a beggar. You've been adopted into the family of God. I have an adopted son, and he is as much my son as our natural-born daughter. And if you begin to understand, he wants you to pray, and prayers that include his purpose in your life, then your life can be transformed. So for you, prayer isn't drudgery or religious or routine, what is prayer? Prayer is, is dialogue. Prayer is talking to my father. Prayer is my father talking to me. Okay, I am ready for him to release what God taught him as the single most supernatural prayer on earth. I know you're not going away. Right back to It's Supernatural. ISN, the It's Supernatural online network is not just another Christian TV network. ISN offers live streaming of programs 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right on your mobile devices or smart TVs. ISN lets me watch my favorite shows anytime I want. These exclusive programs are life-changing. Multitudes report getting healed and having their prayers answered. Get ready to receive your supernatural breakthrough, your healing, your miracle. Download the free ISN app today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Uh, okay, now I know you guys are on the edge of your seat. I want to know what God himself said is the most supernatural prayer on earth. I believe the most supernatural prayer on earth is our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, our sins, our debts, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Said, I believe that is a supernatural prayer. Anything that is not supernatural is superficial. And I believe Jesus, when he was apart from his boys, the disciples, I believe this is what he was praying. I believe when he got apart in the morning to pray, he was praying the prayer that he told them. When you pray, pray like this. But, but you know, when I hear this prayer, like in a congregation, it's part of the ritual. It doesn't have impact. It doesn't have meaning. What does it have to you? Oh, it has meaning because it's the prayer that changed my life. Number one, I began to pray this prayer because we were believing God to do something in a certain city in Houston, Texas, in the East End, the Second Ward, and we began to pray every day. And I would pray, thy kingdom come, understanding that he was my father and approaching him like, hallowed be thy name and praying in his name. I knew that, but I had never prayed, thy kingdom come. Actually, in, in Greek, and you know this, it means you stomp one foot and you stomp the other foot and you say, come thy kingdom. You know, a woman... Went you know what? I didn't know that until I, 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 I heard what you taught on that. Uh, in other words, now, is that, do you really do that oh, when I you're do. praying? You I stomp do. one foot, you hear that? He stomps the other, and that's what it means in the Greek? That's very different than the ritualistic, 
Our Father. <laughs> How do you pray it? I pray, come thy kingdom, be done thy will. <laughs> You're going to knock me. <laughs> I, I literally pray that way. I know a lot of people, I do it before great crowds of people. I do it in small groups. I get the people to, to pray like that. It's, it's a command. And he says, pray with the fire of desire. It was an intense prayer. I was praying with tears. Jesus said this. The disciples said to him, teach us to pray like you pray. Well, we know in Hebrews, it said that with strong cryings and tears, he prayed with strong cryings and tears. I'm telling you, there was a lot of times I prayed with tears and there were tears of unbelief. You could have floated a battleship in them. But when I began to pray, come thy kingdom, be done thy will, and it was with earnestness and urgency and the fire of desire, things begin to happen. Miracles begin to take place. Okay, you're, you're, you're driving with your wife in Houston and you began, but you were praying thy kingdom come Tell me exactly what you were praying. I was praying, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And what happened was my wife said, somebody needs to work with the young people in Houston. This was back in the Vietnam War. I didn't know exactly what was going on. We were going past the school one night and I just looked over to the school and I said, oh God, give me that school. I meant give me a, a breakthrough where I could minister to the young people. I didn't want the building. It was all torn down, beaten up. It looked like something, you know, out of the 1930s, which it was. And it was a junior high school. And God gave us that school. In the next 48 days, we probably had a thousand young people come to Christ in that school because of the miracle of that prayer. In that school, they had, uh, you know, they had guys that were selling drugs, running drugs. They were mules. They would tie dope to them, send them Miami kids that were 12 and 13 years old to take their drugs over to Miami for the cartels at that time. And then they had prostitution rings in a junior high school. And we would take hands full of dope and lay it down on the principal's desk. I was a young man then. And I'm telling you right now, it's just as fresh today as it was then because when I started praying that prayer, I saw the power of it. You know, a lot of people think that prayer is boring. I'm telling you, it's the most exciting. If they want some romance back in their Christian experience, if you will pray this prayer, God will transform your life. Come thy kingdom in my home. Come thy kingdom in my business. God can turn your business around. Come my kingdom in the ministry that I'm a part of or in the church. When we pray that way, we're praying in alliance and we're praying in allegiance and accordance with God's word. You, you, you had a place, I think you called it the Salt Inn? Well, it came out of that prayer. It came out of that prayer. And, and there were times that people wanted to destroy that building. But tell me about that big angel. Well, what happened, we prayed that and we needed a place because we grew out of the church with the youth. And about four blocks from the church, a lady gave us a large house with a three-car garage and an apartment over it and a duplex. So we had a complex where we could work with the young people. It was like a mini church there. And the kids would come. We'd have 250, 300 kids a night sometime packed into that house. And what took place is the drug addicts in the area began to be aware of what was going on there. So they wanted to stop it. Yeah, and one guy came up. He was going to rob the place. And when he was getting ready to go into the back door, a large angel stood before the door and stopped him in his tracks. 
He saw the angel. He ran with fear from the place, and he went and told every drug addict he knew in the East End of Houston, don't you go near that place. <laughs> now, that's, that's my kind of favor. When we come back, and this, this I have to tell you, uh, Quetty, this is hard for me to fathom, but they developed a prayer. It was a 30-second prayer. In fact, I'll tell you its name, SNAP. And at the end of 30 seconds, people that were high on drugs and alcohol and addicted were set free. I want to have him teach you that prayer. Be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Cluddy Keith wants to impart what he has learned to help you unlock your healing, your miracle, your supernatural breakthrough every time you pray. Call now and get Pastor Cluddy Keith's powerful revelatory book, Praying the Lord's Prayer, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching series, The Supernatural Power of Prayer. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9450. Through his book, you will truly understand the magnitude, the meaning, and the power of this supernatural prayer as you enter into the secret place of the Most High God. Discover how prayer will become your weapon of choice. Learn to use prayer as an opportunity to advance the kingdom of God and overthrow Satan's kingdom. Be activated to new dimensions of spiritual passion in your life. Begin to hear God clearly like you never heard Him before. Receive supernatural answers to your prayers. Get ready to have your life transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit through praying the Lord's Prayer in this new and life-changing way. In his three-part audio CD teaching series, Cletty Keith teaches you how to experience the Lord's Prayer and produce powerful results. Learn how to pray with boldness, confidence, and expectation. Become highly motivated to believe God for miracles, healing, supernatural provision, and more. Begin to see God demonstrate His supernatural kingdom in your life. Your prayer life will be lifted into the next level. Your walk with God will be altered forever. Miracles are waiting in the wings. When you're praying the way God God tells you to pray. Your intimacy will explode and God's kingdom will come on your life. The book, Praying the Lord's Prayer, and the exclusive three CD teaching series, The Supernatural Power of Prayer. Get it, do it, change your life, change your destiny, change your family, change your world. Don't miss out on getting Pastor Cletty Keith's powerful revelatory book, Praying the Lord's Prayer, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching series, The Supernatural Power of Prayer. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9450. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9 9450 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Now, when, when your wife said something has to be done about these kids, you had no idea that today there are hundreds of people in ministry whose lives have been turned around. Tell me about Jacob. Well, Jacob was a young man. He was from a broken home. It was like we were thrown into a big lake of dysfunctional people. They were latchkey kids. They were 17 years old in the seventh grade. 
I mean, they were kids that had nobody that really loved them or cared for them. If they did, they just had to care for themselves or the other family members more, and so they couldn't give them attention. And I had a bus that we'd prayed in, was called Our Brother's Keeper. And we had to go pick the kids up, and we'd have meeting points where we'd pick them up. And I picked up this kid one day on the bus right out in front of the school. He said, Mr., can I go with you? Now, I'm going to tell you now, you'll never know what the kingdom of God looks like when it comes. You need to forget thinking that you're going to know what it's like. It's not going to be more church members in the pew. It may be some Mexican boy that gets on that bus. And he got on the bus and he said, he said, Mr., can I go with you? I said, sure, son, why not? He said, I think I backslid. He had been sniffing the glue. And he got on the bus with us and he went to the meeting that night and then he didn't leave. See, what I didn't understand was he said, can I go with you? He meant, can I go with you? Can I live with you? Can I live with you? And he moved in with us. I, I'm, I'm touched every time I tell this story. And he was a part of our family, and we raised him. His mother was a prostitute. His father had been married many times. And so he was really from a dysfunctional home. And he went with us, and he lived with us. He graduated from high school. He led like 300 people, young people, in his high school to Christ while he was in high school. He went out of that as he came and became a part of our lives and ministry. And he started preaching the gospel in the, in the public schools of America. He preached to six and a half million young people in 20 years, just a kid that said, can I go with you? You never know what the kingdom's going to look like. Jacob now pastors 50,000 people on Sunday mornings. Okay, I'm going to get in big trouble if you don't explain SNAP. (laughs) Well, what happened was is that you didn't need formal prayers. Those kids didn't need that. They didn't know that. They would come to us high on drugs, and I would just say, God, give them snap like that. And I'm telling you, God would snap them out of their high. They would get angry at us sometimes because it was such a powerful prayer. We could see them sober up in 30 seconds, but all we had to do during that season was just give them snap. I saw that again about six years ago. I prayed for a young man. I said, God, give him snap. Somebody had laced his drinks, and God absolutely gave that man snap right on the spot. Pray that snap prayer right now. What I meant by that was snap out of it. And the power of God would come. Heaven would come down to earth and break the power of that addiction off of I'm talking about strong addiction. I'm not talking about just taking too many aspirins or et cetera. It's in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be healed. Be healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Be delivered. God give them snap. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Tell me about the phrase, give us this day our daily bread. That's one of my favorite parts of the prayer. And the reason is, is because we're dependent on God. When we say give us this day our daily bread, we mean give us our life, give us our peace, give us our joy, give us our hope, give us our confidence, give us our boldness. We're believing God to give us everything we need that makes us the person that God wants us to be. What are you living for? If you just believe in Jesus, that's good. But the Bible says in the original language, This is eternal life, that you might have experiential 
knowledge of me. Pray this prayer with me and mean it out loud, right where you are. Dear God. Dear God. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. Against you and you alone have I sinned. Against you and you alone have I sinned. And I'm so sorry. And I'm so sorry. I believe. I believe. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Washes away my sin. Washes away my sin. And I'm clean. And I'm clean. And now that I'm clean. And now that I'm clean. I make you my Lord and Savior. I make you my Lord and Savior. Jesus, come inside of me. Jesus, come inside of me. Amen. Are you looking for a life filled with God's power and miracles? Have you sought a more meaningful, spiritual, and effective way to pray? Are you tired of the ritualism associated with church prayers? Have you longed for your prayers to reach into heaven and move the hand of God? Cluddy Keith has discovered the full intended meaning of what is known as the Lord's Prayer. And for almost 50 years, he has been praying this prayer, experiencing miracles, signs, and wonders. Now, Cluddy wants to impart what he has learned to help you unlock your healing your miracle, your supernatural breakthrough every time you pray it. Call now and get Pastor Cluddy Keith's powerful revelatory book, Praying the Lord's Prayer, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching series, The Supernatural Power of Prayer. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9450. Through his book, you will truly understand the magnitude, the meaning, and the power of this supernatural prayer as you enter into the secret place of the Most High God. Discover how prayer will become your weapon of choice. Learn to use prayer as an opportunity to advance the kingdom of God and overthrow Satan's kingdom. Be activated to new dimensions of spiritual passion in your life. Begin to hear God clearly like you never heard Him before. Receive supernatural answers to your prayers. Get ready to have your life transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit through praying the Lord's Prayer in this new and life-changing way. We've seen revival as a result of people learning to pray with power the Lord's Prayer. I believe it becomes a weapon that we can pray the Lord's Prayer and we can see that God moves in a divine way because it's literally praying the words that Jesus prayed. In his three-part audio CD teaching series, Cleddy Keith teaches you how to experience the Lord's Prayer and produce powerful results. Learn how to pray with boldness, confidence, and expectation. Become highly motivated to believe God for miracles, healing, supernatural provision, and more. Begin to see God demonstrate His supernatural kingdom in your life. When you pray, thy kingdom come, you're literally inviting God's kingdom to come down on earth right where you are. And if you'll pray that in your family, if you'll pray that in your church, if you begin to pray it that way, then you're praying like Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Your prayer life will be lifted into the next level. Your walk with God will be altered forever. Miracles are waiting in the wings. When you're praying the way God tells you to pray, your intimacy will explode and God's kingdom will come on your life. The book, Praying the Lord's Prayer, and the exclusive three CD teaching series, The Supernatural Power of Prayer. Get it, do it, change your life, 
change your destiny, change your family, change your world. Don't miss out on getting Pastor Gladie Keith's powerful revelatory book, Praying the Lord's Prayer, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching series, The Supernatural Power of Prayer. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9450. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9450 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. Now let's be real. Have you prayed? Have you fasted? Have you moaned? Have you groaned for your physical healing? And it didn't happen. And year after year passed, and it didn't happen. My guest knows why. 